Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Here are your idiot hosts. I mean regular hosts, Adam and Joel. I realized you were. I was looking down. Thank you, autopilot. <laughs> I am Joel. This is Shannon. I'm Angela. I am Matt. And there's no Adam this week as we talk about a junk of a movie, uh, Little Monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this was a tough set. Yeah. It was. I don't care I how want to adorable know. Fred Savage was when he was a kid. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Although but, I was very excited to see Fred Savage, or Ben Savage yeah. in it, just because. Yeah, his brother. His sister was in friend. it, too. Yeah, their little sister was in it. Yeah, like yeah. the whole Savage family. Oh, this my movie goodness. Was savage. It was like totally savage. savage. And in the end, it just wasn't lit, though. It just wasn't. So It's like new kids <laughs> came up with the word savage from these three actor actress group. new kids yeah what my kids oh hello you said the new kids i'm like Pfft. like new kids on the block <laughs> yeah i was like oh, when, did they oh, have, when did they have a song oh, called savage oh, I, was like, I remember savage <laughs> garden oh, yeah Leo. can we the please rat? not talk about this it's triggering me <laughs> <laughs> you're homosexual uh, so you're not on board with the gay my uh my uh, words are jumbled today. This is going to be a great podcast, everybody. So before we jump into Little Monsters and the mess that it was, uh, let's talk about some recommendations. Let's start with Matt. Woo! I watched a movie called Heathers. The Heathers with uh, Slater? Yeah, and Winona Ryder, Shane yeah. Doherty. Um, it's yet another movie I can't recommend per se but i can also not say don't watch it so it's kind of a cult classic right yeah a little bit a <laughs> <laughs> little bit it <laughs> sounded like you're a mafia don recommending a canola right. <laughs> I, heard I heard things i heard things um it, it gets like i've never it's it was interesting interesting because i've never seen christian slater play a bad guy spoiler alert spoiler <gasps> alert but uh yeah, I don't. It was. I thought it was good, but like to recommend it to somebody else, I don't know if I could do that because I made fun gotcha. of most of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if your name is Heather, we're not saying anything specific, right? Yes. Wow. What? <laughs> Just are all the characters whole... named Heather? I've never seen Heather's. Oh, uh, there was three characters named Heather in the film. I'm and... assuming it was because there was Heather's in the movie. I don't know. Yeah. I assumed Never one was assumed. named Beatrice, but they said screw it, name her Heather. Gotcha. <laughs> Who wants a name like Beatrice? Come on. I am B. I drink. Tea. I drink tea. <laughs> so I said to myself, I said Penelope. <laughs> so watch Heather's. Don't watch Heather's. Whichever. Matt don't care. Got anything else, bud? Right. No, that's about it. That's about it. All right. Short and sweet. Shannon? I got a long list. That's okay. (laughs) So my recommendations start with a very good music album, if that's what they're called. I repeatedly listened to a band called Need to Breathe. All one word. Their newest album, Hard Love, is wonderful. It's one of those... Albums you can just play completely through and like every single song. I don't skip a single song on the record. They are a southern rock group. So 
Yeah. So I very much like those. I highly recommend it to anyone. Also this week, I enjoyed watching Kong with my husband, Joey. Skull Island. Yeah. Kong Skull Island. And I appreciated the fact that this one was a lot better than (laughs) the one I saw back when... Peter Jackson's or are you going back even farther no the one with it seemed like it was in the 1900s early oh, yeah, like, like <laughs> 1937 or whatever it was King Kong where he you know Ray Harryhausen style that's the one I didn't like okay. no 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 that's not what I meant the movie was kind of oh, like they were mean, in the 1900s yeah, that's that's Peter Jackson's the one with Jack Black yes and Adrian Brody yes yes yeah, yeah. yes I didn't like that one this one well it was just a bit long <laughs> Agreed, yeah. But it didn't seem true, like, realistically, either. Nothing seems that real when you're that bored. This one, I could imagine their storyline actually being true. It was believable. Right. So I I believe in giant apes, too. Yeah, me too. Well... Have you I seen do Treasure in Island? Giant Apes? I Have do. you read the book? I do. And then I also recommend Logan. We were watching special features. It came out on DVD and the special features alone. Uh, I was just listening to them, um, but they were making me tear up just thinking that this was Hugh Jackman's last movie as Wolverine. And he does such la, a la, 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 I don't believe it job of so, playing wolverine like <laughs> isn't this movie much darker than the it's not darker other... it's just it's just more violent and it's truer well it's not that it's even more violent it's, it's truer to violent. the wolverine characters what, I mean. what what hugh jackman and james mangold set out to do was to make a excellent dramatic movie that just has mutants in it so it's an excellent mm-hmm. dramatic movie. It's a solid character arc for Hugh Jackman, and it's a fine finish to his run as this character. Mm-hmm. And like, I was thinking about this like seventeen years we've been watching this dude, you know. As and it, Wolverine, it's like, right. what if you're married to this, you know, disgusting slob of a chick for seventeen years, and then she finally lost weight, and you're like, oh, I finally have a hot wife, and then she just leaves you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. Yeah. No. Would... What the hell is going on? <laughs> it's because don't get any ideas. We finally get what we want, and then he's like, "I'm hanging him up." But that's not exactly well, his I fault because he even no, says he has to, right? Well, his body can't take much more of it. But he said, like, uh-huh. every time I did one of these movies and they had said it has to be PG-13, it just killed me. He's like, "This is right. not a PG-13 character." Mm-hmm. So, oh, goodbye, Hugh. You were beloved, buddy. But it's a great way yeah, it's to... like he's dying. <laughs> the end of yeah. this series with him. Because unfortunately, yeah. someone's going to come in and play the Wolverine oh, character. Yeah. They're not going to let those rights go back to Marvel. Hell no. And it's just sad that I can't see someone else doing it. It's kind of like Superman or well, Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man. I can see Tom Hardy. I mean, I've seen a bunch of Supermans and Spider-Mans. But if you, if you don't Ooh. get Tom Hardy to be the next Logan, don't bother. <laughs> Right, there's a I'm good gonna. fit for it. So, so I highly recommend Logan, mm-hmm. Kong, Skull Island, and we also watched the Star Wars series. So, <laughs> we uh, started from episode one, two, three, and then we played Rogue One, and I really enjoy Rogue One, even though it's not considered a Star Wars movie. 
It's a Star Wars movie. It's just not a saga film. Right. It just, I knew how it was going to end, and it still saddens me at the journey and the heartache. It seems true, because in real life, bad things happen, and they never turn out perfect like in the movies. It just seems like this is true to a hardship. So I enjoy Rogue One. So I highly recommend Rogue One as well. So Matt, I recommended four. Took some of yours. <laughs> oh boy. So let's now start. that I'm not working, I have time to watch things. There you go. Is it just me? Angela and Joe, yeah. Oh yeah, Angela. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to recommend an oldie but a goodie. I just started watching it again. And I'm going to recommend... Buffy the Vampire Slayer Ooh. with Sarah Michelle Gellar as the titular character. Um, <laughs> titular. <laughs> We're 12. So, oh, so I've got a you, spike. <laughs> um, I've not I, seen it. I love... I never watched the TV series either. I, I have a, uh, a picture with the, the dude's... What's his name? Spike? Yeah. I, we met, I met him at a Comic-Con because I was yeah. with someone who was like a huge fan and we got a picture with him. Hand job. Uh, James, what is it? Marsden. James Marsden. I thought yeah. Matt was going to say he had a poster. Like he has this poster on his yeah. wall of the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> I'm dude. Be like, Matt, you, are you learned sure? about that. That's uh, kind of a secret. Do you seem like a cool dude? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's a little full of himself, but that, that's expected, I, get, I guess. Right, I get the impression that... I, yeah. I told him I told him my niece was a huge fan, too, and he was like, well, she's got good taste. And I'm like... Uh. <laughs> well, that's just something people say. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. It reminds me of when my buddy Justin met Jensen Ackles, and he shook his hand and goes, you're right, it's me. I'm Jensen Ackles. Oh, but huh. if it's Justin Eccles, it's funny because that's yeah. But that was the, like, that's the Dean, second you know, or third season, maybe second season of Supernatural. So it was probably a joke, but you just didn't know him that well then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, that's totally something Dean would say, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you wonder yeah. if that's the same person. Maybe he's gotten some humility along the way since we're in what season ten, eleven. Mm. I would be remiss too if I didn't hop back just a second and say James Marsden is not in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, not James Marsden. It's some. James, it's similar to that though. James M A R S T E N Marsden or something like that. Marsters. Yeah. Oh, we making up names, like, kind of like, like Masters Johnson? with an R. Marsters. Yeah, Marsters. That's right. And there's uh, a guy yeah, with Cyclops. Right. You guys make fun of me when I make up names. Well, that's because you're smart and we're stupid. <laughs> it's expected out of us. Right. Disappointed! <laughs> so, Buffy still holds up? It still holds up. I mean, the special effects were never, you know, all that crazy, so they don't look silly. Um, and I am I am, and will always be a, a jazz Sweden fan, so... Mm. Good for you. Yeah. So for all those people who <laughs> weren't born yet, the one person he hasn't when... alienated. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. When it was around the first time, go back and watch it. It's on Netflix. Okay. Good stuff. Netflix. All right. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Uh no. That's it. Okay. Joe, your turn. So I got a couple things not to see. Don't bother. 
Don't bother seeing this movie called Dark Tourist. What? Uh, it's a movie called Dark Tourist, and it's garbage. Dark, Dark Tourist. Tourist. It stars the guy uh, Michael Cudlitz. He plays Abraham on The Walking Dead. Or you that is know. crazy because I <laughs> that same Comic Con we got a picture with him too. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, you would know him as Bull from uh, Band of Brothers. Oh, I like him. Yeah, she doesn't watch The Walking Dead. Nope. So yeah, he's in it, and he's fine, but the movie sucks, so don't watch Aww. it. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to see how bad it is, it's on Netflix, but What's I just... it about? Like... Okay, dark tourism are people who go to, like, serial killer haunts and, like, oh, I want to see where so-and-so murdered so-and-so, or I want to see his family home. You know, there's people who travel all over the country doing this crap all the time. Like see this. Exactly, and those are dark tourists, and... He's extra dark because he goes to all these haunts and then murders people. Is he dark chocolate? But you don't know that until the very last, like, two minutes of the movie. Like, you get it that he's messed up, and you get that he's, like, broken, and he's weird. And then he does murder someone, and it seems like this could have been the first time, but then you realize he's been doing it for years. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. Not going to see it. Sorry. Not worth your time. The second thing I recommend you not seeing is Beauty and the Beast remake. Ooh. Aw, didn't you already recommend not to see this? Yeah, in an yeah, episode you... no yeah. one will ever hear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, just don't bother. Just watch the animated movie and enjoy a well-made film. Gotcha. Yeah. And because... good singing. What's the reasons behind not seeing it? Is well, it because you... the animated film is better directed... Better acted, better sung, um, and so that just makes it better. Better story? Like, it looks I better. it's the same like, story. It's the exact same story. I mean, nothing's changed. <laughs> well, you find out a no, little bit more. No, nothing's changed. It's useless, but nothing's changed. Gotcha. Yeah. They haven't added or taken away really anything that makes a difference, and everybody in it is worse than their animated counterpart. So, Especially Lumiere, I hear. Uh, Ewan McGregor's a great singer, but, you know. His uh, French accent is hard from what I understand. I mean, and you know who did the original Lumiere, right? No. I believe it was Jerry Orbach from Law & Order. Get out of here. For, no. I'm pretty sure that you can. Oh, have... my goodness. I'm looking that up right now because if that's true, that will make my heart so happy. I loved him. Do-do-do. It wasn't just he wasn't just Law and Order. Jerry Orbach, Lumiere. Yep, yep. Yeah, get out of here. That memory's good. That's baby's dad. Yeah, and you never put baby in a corner. Oh my goodness, I never would have guessed. Yep. Oh, and David Ogden steers in Cogsworth. Yeah. So everybody, you know, even Suri McKellen's not as good as the original Cogsworth. It's just it's. All around a worse. I mean, the Tooch is in it for a minute, but Aww. yeah, it just don't even bother. Unless you want to watch it and go, you're right, Joe, you're right. I would be glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this in the theater, and I really think because I saw it in the theater, I was like, oh, this is okay. But the well, moment you bring it home, or you watch the first Beauty and the Beast, the animated Beauty and the Beast, it does it doesn't even compare. I think people, like like you said, Angela, when we were doing this the first time, is that you just want to see it live action. Well, if you want to see it live action, yeah. go see it in the theater. Or Broadway. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Broadway. Yeah. Theater. Theater. <laughs> Sorry. Same thing. Theater. Right? Yeah. yeah. I've seen it Over. all three ways right now, and I can tell you that, like, to see it on stage was amazing. Like, they add something extra. They do fun stuff that makes sense for theater. It's great. Uh, the original 1991 animated film is a masterpiece. So good. It was the first animated feature to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Um, created hmm. a, a whole new category because of this movie. This mm, movie, right. the remake, is just, it's just piling on. Like, right. they were too scared. Like, they changed The Jungle Book. They changed Pete's Dragon. They changed Cinderella. What other ones have they done? Have they done? That's pretty much it, right? I think. They've uh, changed them in certain ways to make them different or more interesting or worthy of a remake. They did nothing different in the Beauty and the Beast. And I think they were too afraid to mess with a classic that they just gave us like a rehash of the original. Yeah. It's like nobody wants, like I didn't want that. Or maybe they couldn't nobody. find a story to fit that. I don't know. Do something different. Make it worthy of a remake. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, like, I agree with you. Because if you're just going to make the same movie again and the first one's a masterpiece, what are you doing? Why did Gus right. Van Sant do a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho? Mm-hmm. No one right. can tell you. No, why. thanks. We've already got one. It's just masturbatory at that point. And I was actually disappointed in myself that I paid money to see it in a theater. But you liked it at first. I rather would have bought it and seen it to where I could burn it and be like, I'm done with it. No, you liked it at the theater. You enjoyed the experience. But, I know. But when you watch it at home, you're like, oh, yeah, right. This isn't good. Yeah. It was like a completely <laughs> different experience. Yeah. It's like it's only meant to be seen in the theater. Mm, I'm real glad I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have been thrown I mean, like I, you know, I saw the trailer for it in, while I was in the theater. I, I believe I was, I went to go see La land and the trailer was before it and it just it did speak to a a part of me that you know from my childhood and you know seeing that gold dress in real life and in person I mean I was getting a little choked up even in the theater watching the trailer you know mm-hmm. just for the sake of what it was I yeah, guess just... I, I don't know I think just everything was better done. And one of the huge problems I have with it is, like, I think it, the way it was set up is meant to be a cartoon. You know, because, like, Chip has a mouth. Lumiere has, like, a mouth. You know, and they, they look like characters that you can, like, tell. Like, Lumiere and Cogsworth and Chip and Mrs. Potts, you can't really tell they have faces. They're just, like, like amorphous blobs that kind of talk. Right, cause they're supposed to look like everyday right. objects. Yeah. So it takes away some of the character. It takes, you know, some of their character. They don't, you know, I don't know. I feel like we're wasting our air on this movie that we're not recommending. I really didn't like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, something I do recommend. I started playing a mobile game called Fallout Shelter, and it is quite nice. fun. And uh, I, <laughs> I think it's got all the fun and whimsy of Fallout and none of the non-fun and whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> so play that yeah play that play that Play it. they have it on steam now too if you're interested in playing it onto your computer or you can steam. just go straight to the windows app store good news everyone which is where i got it from yeah uh. <laughs> don't gotta go messing with no steams well you know i don't know what that is but... <laughs> steam right? is a gaming service for pc mm, thanks for informing mm. me yeah Lots of people use it. (laughs) I don't care!
You don't have that bit, do you? Freaking idiot! Nope, I don't. <laughs> so let's get into it, guys. Little monsters. Oh boy. Hour no. and forty minutes Lexers. of your life you can't ever have back. Well, mm-hmm. right. I remember this movie as a kid. I yeah. probably saw it once. But the only thing I remember, and I wonder if this is the same for anyone here, is I remember the apple juice and the sandwich. Yeah. It's the only part of this movie I remember. I just remember I the- don't think I ever saw it, to be honest with you, because oh. I don't remember that. I remember I thinking like, all the pranks were crazy. Like, oh, look at these guys pulling these crazy pr- pranks and stuff, and this is great. But you know what I realized when I was a kid? I was an a-hole. <laughs> right. Because that's not great things to do to people. No, <laughs> like they, the girl, the girl he liked got her friggin' homework right. eaten. Well, not just that; they hit a whole string of kids who have these awful consequences, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And this kid was literally just one day removed from being grounded. What do you get? Grounded? He got grounded his, for two weeks. Two weeks. He got... No TV time. No allowance. Has to mow the lawn. Trim the hedges. Parenting has I really mean, changed. Yes, it has. <laughs> yeah, it has. But he's literally just had that happen to him, and now he goes on a tear to have it happen to everybody at school. Exactly. As well. This this little savage is uh, not savage. one to be emulated. No. So this movie was not a box office smash. It only made 800 Obviously. grand. Go figure. <laughs> Which is, I'm guessing, quite low. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bet you uh, little uh, Fred Savage made more than 800 right. grand. So this was in his heyday. But it has a 62% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is incredibly generous. I, I think that's nostalgic. You know, like they, by the time Rotten Tomatoes came around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people thought to themselves, oh, yeah, Little Monsters. I remember watching that. I'm going to, I'm going to rate it a. Sixty-eight percent. That's without actually rewatching it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. The movie opens with some great little tinkly '80s coming-of-age music, as you would get in the '80s. You know, it's been in probably no something similar, or maybe this exact music. It was in I don't know a hundred films in the '80s. And of course, right. there was also this strange black and white fade to color. I don't know if that was well, like he was. Ooh. I'm not sure the timeline, but I'm pretty sure this was, like, supposed to... You're getting a, a voiceover from Fred Savage. Is it supposed to remind you that you love him on The Wonder Years? I I'm guess. Sure. You know, something uh-huh. like that. It's supposed to automatically put you in a forgiving mood. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is who we got. We got this kid you'd love to watch weekly on TV. So you better watch this. And not only that, we got the guy who plays his older self to be his dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Daniel Stern is old uh, daddy-o. Hey, I loved him in Home Alone. Yeah. So. <laughs> so He's a bad guy in Home Alone. He is a bad Let's guy. Let's not talk about that either. <laughs> but no, Home Alone? No Home Alone for you? He has a crush uh, on Joe f- Pesci. The first one was all right, but... Well, yeah, that was always partial to the second one. steep downhill from there. Yeah, I think everyone pretty much hates those movies. It's kind of like Tremors, huh? Anyways, let's Aww. keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> it goes right into the parents arguing and Fred being some type of techie. That's not where it starts. He's got the voiceover going. We, you know, and he talks about how he made no that they're just new to this neighborhood right. and he has no friends. Right. But he made a friend named Maurice. 
and he's not a space people cowboy. people call me Maurice. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of, buddy. <laughs> uh, we get instantly thrown into, after that, though, some mega family drama, which is pretty harsh for kids' movies. Mm-hmm. But It's it was, very harsh uh, for It's very expected movies. for Kevin Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Can I Can I just point out, this isn't a kids' movie. Can I? No. Well, it was kids' movies for it, the 80s. This kind of stuff was all over kids' movies in the 80s. Like, Centered yeah. Around Divorce, like, Curly Sue, and, like, all these other movies where this bad stuff happens. You know, it was pretty common. Yeah. I, just the language alone, I'm like, what, how is this a kid's movie? This is what used to... Have you ever seen the Bad News Bears? I mean, this is what children used to watch, because their parents talked like that. You know, there was no delineation. I mean, I don't know. I talk like that around my kids, but... I don't want my movie or their movies talking to them well, like that. The eighties was less hypocritical than they are today. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So that I guess we talk like this, so do my movies. <laughs> F you clean TV. So now we're in I mean, I don't part. talk to them that way. Well, I well yeah. Talk around them that way. Your kids? So we yeah. learn Pretty pretty soon, like the kind of character that Fred Savage is, he's kind of mischievous. He likes to make onion and peanut butter sandwiches and watch slutty girls on cable That's access. Really disgusting. disgusting. Wait, wait, was he really watching girls or was it Maurice? He was watching that yeah, show to watching. watch the girls on the TV. Uh-huh. Right. Some bimbo. And cable access television with some floozy exactly. hooker. Sitting there in a bikini. I want to go to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll meet Kevin Arnold on the way. Are we just going to call him Kevin Arnold from now on? Kevin Arnold? Because his name's Brian in this movie. Yeah, just call him Kevin Arnold. Is it his name Fred? Kevin Arnold is his His, character in Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you guys have your names You know the show you weren't that familiar with? She didn't know that Daniel Stern was the voice of older Kevin Arnold. Yeah. I didn't, I've never seen the Wonder Years. What? I've seen Howie Mandel has done a lot of voice. Stop watching Please. Buffy, okay? Because <laughs> Wonder Years is also on Netflix. Uh, I know I've seen it on Netflix. David Schwimmer's in it. To watch it. Ooh, the Schwimm's oh. in it. Come on! It, it was my sandwich. Uh, uh, the Schwimm was a phenomenon that only existed on Friends, in my opinion. No, no, no. He's a great director too. So, anyways. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 family drama. But then the brother girls. starts screaming. Ah, right? Brother starts crying. Yeah, he he. He's having his little tawdry time at night. Leaves his sandwich downstairs, and his little brother's crying, so his parents are there to settle him down. Old Kevin Arnold makes it back upstairs without a problem, but something weird's going on. Yeah. But you're not quite sure. Yeah. they The parents, too, like, this is pretty, ir- like, financially irresponsible. They don't seem to be in the best financial situation. Um, so right. they just leave him with a flashlight, <laughs> which in the 80s... You know, them flashlights burned through 4D batteries in about 45 minutes. They'd have been right. better just I mean, flipping the light on. I mean, <laughs> he did say, don't burn through those batteries. Yeah, yeah. but just flip his light on. Yeah. Come on. And My let parents him fall asleep with flip the light the on. Closet light on. Closet I get light. the impression that they're supposed to be trying to get him to not be afraid of the dark. Because at first, Daniel Stern was all like, but I thought we were going to, oh, I guess I'm going to get the flashlight yeah no i never mind we can get into parenting tactics later but it just seemed like a waste and it kind of was 
like when they turned the lights off and he had the flashlight, you saw all these shadows. Yeah, his room was creepy as balls. And I was like, <laughs> right? I'd be scared. <laughs> all these skeletons and dinosaur bones and stuff making these crazy shadows. It was nuts. You guys don't see shadows normally? <laughs> Matt, you make me sad. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Savage is gross. He eats peanut butter and onion sandwiches. Has anyone ever even, like, heard of someone doing that? Nope. No. Nope. Next. <laughs> he gets caught because his dumb sandwich is left in there. He gets grounded for two weeks. Uh, he well, seems to be like an atypical 80s kid. Pin- parents are, like, dysfunctional, but they're very typical parents. Like, don't do that, you know. But they love each didn't other, they, supposedly. They, bl- they blamed him for something else, though, too, besides yes. the... the ice cream. Ice cream. And he's like, oh, yeah, sandwich, that, yeah, yes, but film. no ice cream. But just the, the family dynamic of this movie, like, it screams 80s so loud, it made my ears hurt. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <sighs> this is proto-Roseanne, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Where the, the family is, like, slovenly, and where, where this is no leave it to Beaver. No, you know? no. <laughs> no, you she can't leave it, it with him. Um, Who did it again? No, no, no. <laughs> Angela, she keeps doing that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. What is going on? I keep saying no like Consuela. She keeps saying no like Consuela. No, no. Don't you have that? No. Now? I just played it. Oh. Matt thought it was her again. What <laughs> <laughs> like, is going on? Ugh. So, little bro talks with Todd about his monster in his closet, and Todd's all, like, sassy. He's like this he's, little he's super sassy. Uh-huh. He's got a lot of sass. The big bro from Home Alone's the neighborhood bully in this movie, and, uh... Yeah. They get into I was, a, a I little... had to look that up, because um, I was literally like, I know him from somewhere. Yeah, he's from It's ridiculous. Alone. Yeah. Um, they get into a little skiffle on the bus, then a big fight at school, um, broken up by the principal, and Savage gets in all the trouble. Um, and this is the point Even where Even though he's like, obviously the smaller kid, I mean... You know. I feel like Aww. quintessential 80s, the bully would have gotten I think the brunt the of that. point of this is that little Kevin Arnold is a dickhead all the time. Brian. Oh, so he's Brian. just constantly in trouble. Yeah, I think he, him and the principal are pals. And no one... In the worst way. It I tells you, like, school. during school time, no principal is allowed to grab a kid like that. They were in the 80s. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. I've in the 80s, they were. Spanked yeah, not anymore. School. Wow. Yeah, that principal at Washington Elementary had a paddle. Yep. <laughs> so, and he legit whooped not kids by with the it. Time, not by the time I got there, but... Yeah. Wow. But uh, the direction in this movie is quite bad, and the editing is possibly even worse. Yeah. Oh, it's it, terrible. It doesn't get better. It's all from these there. weird, like, shadowy transitions, and oh, it's yeah. terrible. Well, and then, like, the kids start all yelling fight before there's even, like, a fight going on, like, as yeah. almost as if they were prompted by the director. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, we also learned that Savage has a little crush on Kirsten, which is a very 90s name in an 80s movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've known a Kirsten. Key, no, I've never known a Kirsten. 
Kirsten. I just like a Kirsten. And little Kirsten is an adorable little redhead who can't act to save her life. Poor hey, little girl. But no. she's a scientist. She mm. loves science, yeah. It's totally tubular. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to the Arnold household. Well, she's then, got some sass too, by the way. Yeah, she's, yeah. She know she knows who Kevin is, and yeah. she's, she's not a redhead. Buying. I approve. <laughs> <laughs> Get your own science partner, jerk. No, she's very sassy. I'll just be doing all the work, and you're just gonna be a lazy bomb like Tully. Riot. So then we cut to back to the Arnold family home. Little bro wants to switch rooms for the night to see if yeah. if old Kevin Arnold is so brave and he can prove monsters aren't real because that's what little bro. What's little bro's name? I don't know. Uh, ben. No. Just call <laughs> the, him Ben in the movie. Yeah. You could call him Corey. Yeah, we'll call him Corey. Eric. Eric. Frank. Eric. It's Eric. <laughs> little Eric is scared of monsters. He keeps seeing monsters in his room. So. Savage yeah. switches rooms. Man, so many names. People are going to be like, what the hell? Who? Which character? <laughs> right. Um, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, they switch rooms. And while uh, old uh, Kevin Arnold's laying there, he's listening to Todd tell a scary story. Which... So he, he takes this hockey stick and messes with him, which is like a big brother thing. Okay. This <laughs> is totally what you do. <laughs> stop for a moment here because... At this moment of the movie, of course, I'm not thinking about the movie. I'm thinking, how can Brian hear mm-hmm. his brother Eric and his friend Todd upstairs in his room? Todd is a loudmouth. So even though this room is upstairs, uh-huh. he can hear him. Oh, oh, Kevin Arnold's room's in the attic with right. no door. Ah, right. uh, okay. <laughs> he is definitely the black sheep. <laughs> right but it seems like it's well deserved mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you look at the like the surroundings he's put with all the crap in the house his dad's mm-hmm. crap's all up there in shelves and in boxes and stuff mm-hmm. he's crap just like his dad's other stuff it's kind because of, yeah. they're trying to fix up this house yeah and probably he's a turd. sure sure that's it mm. yeah <laughs> when Cameron arnold gets back Stop to it. the to Todd's room, Todd's room, Eric's room. He finds that Maurice has paid him a visit. There's some, the TV's on in the closet. Yeah. And the the remote is spinning around as uh, Maurice heads under the bed. What? In the 80s? In the 80s? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be eating ice She's cream. eating while podcasting, folks. <laughs> ben decided to talk. She didn't have to talk. She decided to. <laughs> Completely unprofessional. <laughs> so, in the 80s, we didn't have TVs in every room. I had a I, TV in my room in the 80s. I don't think... Wow. Spoiled. Was this TV in the room, or did Maurice put it there Where did it from come the from? living room? Really? Because when he's looking for the remote, right, it's yeah, the living room downstairs, remote. Yeah, Serious? Okay, I didn't put that together. I was just I thinking, think, what kid has a TV? Yeah, it's in the closet sideways. Or anything, but... Gotcha. It's like sideways in the closet. So I, hmm. I don't think that's how people watch TV. I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I kind of lay on my side to watch TV. In the closet. In the clo- Our closet's pretty big. We okay. shove our kids in there when we get those tornado warnings. So... Brian chickens out and sleeps on the uh, couch, and he, he home alones himself a monster trap for under the bed for the next night. Pounds his dinner. Which is 
both impressive and ridiculous. Yeah, right. well, he takes all his spare bike parts from when his dad ran over his bike that Maurice put out in front of there. So he's going to use his folly for his revenge, I guess. Right, right. He gets to Montrantin and finishing touches and some Doritos as bait. It's on like Donkey Kong. He's going to get himself Maurice. Of course, who doesn't like nacho cheese Doritos? Most people. Um, <laughs> I don't. Boom. Okay. Trap goes off. Brian traps Maurice in his room, which is later on discovered Brian, Kevin Arnold, Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> How many more names are we going to get? He's the first one to ever trap a monster, or at least the first one to trap Maurice. Ooh. Yeah. And he makes quite a ruckus, which does not skip past old Daniel Stern. And he shows up and Maurice disappears because the light hits him. And uh, after seeing the mess, Brian gets way grounded. Uh, Dad leaves, Marie shows back up inside a trash can. Okay, and this monster is severely ADHD. Like, he cannot shut up. He is a poor man's Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah, Howie Mandel plays Maurice, and he's got it dialed to 10,000, probably. And as my notes say... He was on speed when they made this movie. He makes Robin Williams look mild. Like... Like, he was on so much speed, he's now a germaphobe. Sure. <laughs> he coked himself into a phobia. <laughs> I'm, I'm yes. like, they didn't have to do that for me to believe this monster character, though. Well, I think they were going for a certain thing here. I think they wanted Robin Williams, and they got yep. Robin Mandel. Yeah. That's but just my guess. Again, here with this monster, he waits until the sun comes up to... I don't know, he's trying to bargain with him to get him to leave him alone or whatever, and he grows horns. Yeah, gets some sweet horns. But then there's nothing mentioned of sunlight thereafter. Like, what's the point of that? They talk about it a little bit. We needed to see horns grow? I don't know. Yeah. It didn't make sense right there. I was like, who cares? Well, they were trying to make it look like he was a live person gremlins. I got nothing. Something. (laughs) Gremlins. The horns don't really serve a purpose other than he grows a pair and he looks more like a monster. He grows a pair. Yeah. Maybe he grew more than one pair of things. (laughs) Anywho, uh, yeah, he turns into a monster puddle because of the sun and Brian isn't too keen on helping him because he's the reason for all of his punishment and all his the bad things that's been happening to him. His bike. And maybe he's even the reason his parents are getting divorced. He could be banging the mom. We don't know. Ew. So. Oh. Subplot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he shoves the pile of clothes under the bed thinking it's all over, but Maurice is okay. He uh, just needed to get back under the bed. And yep. uh, that's just how monsters work. Yeah, but this is the part of the movie that I was like, okay, that couldn't have happened. Because when the sun comes up. Oh, wait, wait. I guess that could have. Because when the sun comes up, you can't go. Yeah. You can't go up <laughs> out of the through. bed. Because yeah, the, the he can doorway, fall down into unquote. his world. But he couldn't come back out. Well, it wasn't quite daylight yet. But the sun was shining through the window. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time is a very sketchy construct in this movie, so don't go picking yeah. up this thread or else you're going to strangle yourself on all the ball of yarn you get. Very I true. mean, he, he even said, though, that time is funny in the movie. Yeah. When they first, you know, it he hasn't said it yet, but he will. Well, yeah, the viewers of this movie, they hoped were retards because time just <laughs> yeah. is... They don't ever treat it like it makes any... You know, who cares? Dude, and right. speaking of time, did you see Brian... Watch 
Fred Savage's watch and the old like Casio like yeah he had a calculator watch it was awesome I wanted one so bad when I was a kid I actually I actually dated somebody in the 2000s who had one of those unironically unironically I was gonna say ironically Matt what were you gonna say I did end up getting a calculator watch once and boy did I I get in trouble said that Joe was a geek for wanting one and that was the end of my sentence okay yeah (laughs) I was a geek for wanting one. I was a geek when I had one, and it it got me into a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so? Well, I had asked for a watch for my birthday. Man, I must have been... Ooh, story time, story nine time. Nine or ten or so, mm-hmm. and uh, I got this calculator watch from our dad. Mm. He, it was his... He got a new one, mm, so he just gave this one to me. I mean, yeah. obviously, Indian giver. I mean, Indian giver. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. And then my grandmother got me a really crappy swatch, mm. uh, and I was like, mm. "Oh, this is nice, thank you." But I just got this other watch, and because I just didn't say thank you for the gift, boy, did I get whooped. You know, I got whooped over something very similar as well. Yeah. Oh, Our mom was okay. a bit strict with, you know, manners. I you was even upset. I was whipping. super stoked to have two of something. and Yeah, man. she didn't care. <laughs> no, she did not. Not even a little. Oh, man. So she wasn't into the claws of Indian giving, huh? Gotcha. Anyways. She just did not want us to be ungrateful. <laughs> Or at least appear ungrateful. Gotcha. Despite whether we were or not. I'm trying to make a, a joke out of something, but I can't quite get there. Um, <laughs> we get a very 80s Daniel Stern sitting there eating snacks, watching games. Not just the game. He's trying to watch some He's golf, eating some Lay's. Baseball, you can't just eat one. Some, he wants basketball, golf, whatever the hell's on. He's, oh, he he's has watching no a bunch of different games, and he doesn't have a remote. And he, How can I watch TV without well, a remote? That. And he's flipping the channels back and forth. And... His wife's sitting there painting the freaking room. She's scraping right? the walls. And it's, he's just being she a dick is just there. busting her butt, and he's just sitting there. But this is like, the 80s, I think, is where the, the helpless man thing started coming from. Ooh. Where, like, uh, you know, this is... You see it all the time in pop culture, like, oh, my husband's so stupid. I bet you if I right, didn't remind Ray him to Romano breathe, he'd just style. die, you know? It's a very Brian Regan joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, you see the husband in the background, he's all caught up in the blinds. Remember that? Right, yes. <laughs> That's a good joke. Brian Regan, everybody, go check him out. Um, Brian but, Regan is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and they taste good, too! Yeah. I walkie and I talkie. Yeah, exactly. Something <laughs> just, completely I'm different. So funny. Uh, but this is probably where it all started <gasps> in the eighties, where these men were. I work, so I don't have to do anything at home, and yeah, you know, dickheads. yeah, they had it yeah. coming, I guess. Yeah. So Brian and Maurice begin their friendship. This includes booger eating, having the time Ew. of their life, and they take a walk on the wild side together. Yeah, how much fun. I was bored. And we learned that Monster Land Under the Bed is made of mostly pallets, which saved yeah. saved the set design people a ton of money. Well, they had a oh, fire yeah. two weeks before they were going to shoot, and they said they had to redo costumes and sets. 
Yeah. So they just like, hey, you got any pallets? Oh, now I understand. Yeah. (laughs) Build a pallet land. Or, Matt, this is just the excuse they gave for their movie looking like absolute trash. (laughs) Right. Is this where the like do it yourself pallet things came from? Oh, what can you make from a pallet? Maybe. You can make a whole movie set, evidently. Hmm. And I wrote down in my notes Monsters Inc. definitely borrowed elements from this movie. And the inspiration came. From this movie, Little Monsters 4, Monster Inc. Yes. Yeah. This is Monsters Inc. stole some stuff from this movie to make their movie, just like I said. I mean, Monsters Inc. was a good movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they didn't make it, remake it. They took some elements of it. Yeah. <laughs> <and then they laughs> some. Made a good movie. Uh, the monster designs in this movie are garbage. They're really bad. Yeah, I think they were... I don't know. They were trying to make them look like a freak show, but... Right. It just looked stupid. It, they and, were like, if you could get the lowest rent version possible of the cantina in Star Wars, this is what you get. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, were we supposed to believe that these monsters came from kids that never went back home? They transformed mm, into monsters? No. I don't I, think that's exactly where they come from. I think that is a possibility. Because that I was think, the feeling I, mean, there's I was definitely- getting. Only one that start that looks half human still. Boy. Yeah. There's a few. There's like girls and. Like... I think boy, just to be uh, crass, is wearing the skin of another kid. Ew. If mm. you remember when they showed yes. the back of his head, his skin was like pinned together, mm-hmm. and then they peeled it off, or he peeled it off. Yeah. That's a really dark thought. I'm glad I'm you I'm pretty sure he's just wearing the skin of another child. So, mm. like, I'm not... Like, there's some dark moment or sides, if you think into this movie, that just takes you out of what this movie is about, if there is anything Or, like, instead of your kids getting stolen and sold into sex trafficking, they just become little monsters. That's actually happier. Than sex trade. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah, see, see, bright side it, bright side, <laughs> bright side. Uh, That's what I'm going to worry less about. <laughs> you just tell yourself that if your kid ever gets stolen. Yep, just a little monster now. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's Don't fine. cry. Oh my god, I can't even. I can't even, Joe. No. I can't even. So Brian and Maurice, they go on some kid-bothering adventure, and they do all kinds of gross stuff and leave, and they make a special stop at the bully's house, and they piss and cat food his lunch. Nasty. Because who wouldn't do that to their bully? Yeah, and like, I mean, as much as I remember this I... being funny, watching the kid eat it made me gag. He was going to throw was up. awful. It wasn't drinking the piss that made you gag. That was it. Watching him eat the cat food, Ugh. and I was like, yeah, that's gross. Then he drinks the piss, and I'm like, oh, I can feel it in the back of my throat now. Like, that poor <laughs> kid. Golden shower. Yeah, just, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it was nasty. So then we get the string of aftermath shots of all the kids they messed with. And it's like, I didn't do it, I swear. You know, and like. Brian's the parents are sleeping. like, you're going to die. Right. Right. And we're supposed to feel bad because Brian's sleepy in class. Right. right. Yeah, you I know. don't feel bad for him. I don't, little prick. It's like someone right. should pee in your apple but, juice. But, you know, the lunchtime happens and he scopes out the bully <laughs> eating his disgusting lunch and he spits out the piss and the cat food on the principal. And that's where I was like, uh, uh. Right. It was, it definitely looked more like 
barf. Like he he it's, threw up. It should have uh, been. Yeah, Nadai. <laughs> I actually imagined uh, the moment the from cool. Pitch Perfect where the girl just pukes oh. straight shot. <laughs> That's what should have happened here. Not like some... no. I'm thinking more like uh, I love you, man. When Paul Rudd pukes into John Favreau's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh! After yelling in your face, <laughs> in your <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, yes, yes. <sighs> but so then... back, back to the hijinks. They go and visit Kirsten, and she's Kirsten. got a picture of Brian on her mirror. Hubba hubba! Oh my gosh, she likes him. <laughs> Holy got a crush. I bet you she'd like put her number in his fanny pack. Because she is an oh, over shoulder boulder holder. Yeah. It's like, oh right? my gosh. So 80s. Yeah. I remember hearing that on Punky Brewster for the first time. Ooh. Hey, they had the same socks going. They had those knee highs with the stripes going on in this movie. Was oh. that Salil Moon Fry? Yep. Yeah, she actually had a boob issue. Yeah. A boob issue? Brewster? Yeah, yeah they had, had to her... cancel the show because her boobs got way too big. Yeah. Such a shame. She didn't look like a little girl anymore. Yeah, a she had to have them lopped off. issue. Yeah. She had them cut yeah. off? Well, she had like a reduction. Aww. Yeah. They yeah. were just way too big from what I understand. Yep. Then she was on the Sabrina the Teenage Witch and no one ever heard from her since. She was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Anyways. What? Back I watch the show house. every week. Inconceivable. I don't remember Punky Brewster on. on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to go down Actually, my notes hole. say back to Brain's house, but I'm sure I meant Brian. <laughs> Brain. Uh, <laughs> Mom and Dad are having it out again. You don't. In fact, the thing I liked about this is like, she goes, you never even come to bed anymore, Mr. Headache. Like, in what world is a guy right. not going to bang his wife? Uh, I guess it can happen. If he, I think only he's probably got if he's got a side, side chick. Yeah. Oh. Because then his junk, junk just can't keep up with him. Exactly. Or, you know, he's, you know, picking a loyalty to the side piece and not his wife. But, Matt, you're a man. Right. If your old lady was I, like, come to bed, you'd be what? What would you say? I would be, thank God. No. Um, what if, no, what if you had a headache? <laughs> come to bed. What if you had a headache? I would take some Advil. <laughs> And come to bed. You power through it. You power through that <laughs> headache. It's actually a. Pain, I had sex more to the body cast. God damn it! It's actually a better pain reliever than uh, Advil. Anyway, sure. And even when you're done, if you still have a headache, it, you know you're still better off than you were before. You, you have a <laughs> headache and you just had sex. Exactly. If anyone didn't pick up a post-coitus headache, is still post-coitus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at Brain's house, Run, yeah. tell that. <laughs> Little bro wakes up again, and he tries to wake up Brain, Brian, Fred Savage, Kevin Arnold. But he's not there. He's a stuffed pillow. Oh, snap. Little brother goes, <laughs> Brian? Did he Brian? go out the window? Wait, no, you totally skipped some of this movie. No, they, no, I said they went and visited Kirsten, and she's got a picture, and he eats her homework, and then... But we meet the bad monster. This dude. is where we're at. We meet bad monster Snick, who comes oh, in gotcha. and he says some very rapey stuff to a little boy monster named Arnold. Very rapey. Yeah. And then he rips Arnold's head off and throws it into a basket. <laughs> and gives him a different one. 
freaking weird. Mm-hmm. And we see Monster Ball, which is like baseball, which I'm guessing the movie Hook kind of stole. Yeah. Because it's both smashing things and baseball, which Hook does both of those things. They smash smashes things? Yeah, they smash yeah. clocks. Watches. Yes. Clocks. Oh. Netflix and Smash. That's right. <laughs> that's a good little line. Netflix and Smash. Oh, that's fantastic. So Brain Brian Kevin goes and gets a super long ball and sees some creepy stairs. He's like, Oh, let's go up here which leads to his first snick encounter and the mention of a oh something named boy. Right, who you don't know what is. Well, he mentions it to the kid he rips the head off of. Right. Boy is boy, boy, but, you know, it's like, who the hell is this boy? Yeah. Right. Boy. Like, give him a different name other than boy. Well, you'll see why, but. So we flash outside to Little Bro and Todd. They're theorizing about where Brian went, and uh, Todd believes that Brian's a smoker. So that is that. (laughs) That was the thing in the 80s. Did he sneak outside for a cigarette? (laughs) Oh, and Kirsten is Yeah, I don't like that Todd kid. He's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit much. Kirsten's heartbroken. Her homework got trashed by Maurice, who had a dog hand mm-hmm. for a second. And Brian's a little bit. Because the dog ate her homework. Yep, yeah. so of yeah. course Brian's mad at Maurice. Yeah, they're all mm-hmm. pissy at each other. Um, while they're, or after they're arguing, Dad comes in to get Brian, and he tells them... Uh, Mom and Dad are getting separated. I'm going to go live in the city for a while. And this is pretty heavy for a kid's movie, you know? It's just it's just the sign of the times. Mm. The thing that made it, like, sad to me was Eric was like, I'll be better, I'll be better. And that's, like, Ugh, heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Almost right. made the mom cry, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that mom's a little heart of stone-ish. <laughs> made me want to cry. But, you know, just thinking, you know, the kids are always the victims in these things, and they think it's their fault, and... Right. You know, but then at least normal children. I wasn't quite like that. <laughs> yes, Joe, you don't have feelings. I'm broken inside. No, and we all just. That's why we go together. High five. Uh, and Maurice is actually a little helpful in this situation. He. Yeah. Uh, they have a moment. Has some sort of sympathy for Brain Brian, Kevin, Fred, and Fred, Fred. He reminds him he has a family where Maurice doesn't. Right. I guess all these monsters just live and do bad things and not care well, for each take, other. You know, just deflect by making your situation seem worse, you a-hole. Right. Anyways. But that's poor man Robin Williams for you. That's, <laughs> I mean, I feel that's like what that's what most people do when they sympathize. You know, it's like, eh, it could be worse. Could be like me. True. Yeah, people don't want to hear that. I know, but that's typically how people... What, so, what people do to make them feel better. Yeah. So to cheer up Brain Brian Fred, Kevin, they go monstering uh, to scare a baby. And Brian yeah. is against it. about it. Yeah. This Very is upset. where he actually decides to draw the line, which... Here? I don't know. Finally? Yeah. But he is affected by the light now. So he's starting to turn <laughs> monstery. And he finds out he's shrinking. Well, that's what makes me think that the kids that go down to this world stay in this world when they get trapped. Well, if they're shrinking, then how is Maurice so tall? Was he a giant? <laughs> Maybe he was a kid Maybe. that was older. Just a monster as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but he's still adult-sized. How big was he if you shrink? 
I don't know. Stop poking (laughs) holes at this theory. He throws an exact number. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, man. So, uh, Snick is pissed at Maurice because Boy wanted Brian for a play friend. Or Neil? We don't really get a great answer for this. New skin? Who knows? I don't want to think about it. Just Maybe hair. he won the hair. Yeah, that's a wild head of hair, old Fred Savage has, man. <laughs> it's so fluffy. So Brian's like, I'm never going back. So he cuts all the legs off all the beds, and he didn't think about the pull-out couch, though. But the mother does know what he's doing and does nothing to stop him, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's normal for kids <laughs> going through this to yeah. saw off the bed legs. Did mm-hmm. you make a comment about axe murdering? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least he's not an axe murderer. he's not an axe murderer. My 12-year-old's <laughs> not an axe murderer. Life is good. I mean, she's got her priorities in order. He's going to grow up to be normal. Exactly. So, uh, because he forgot all about the pull-out couch, Snick uh, takes little bro. So Brian goes to Monsterland to find him, but first he enlists the help of Todd, Kirsten, and a supply closet. Mm-hmm. First thing they do is they head to Boy's room, and Boy is creepy as all get out, man. He is <laughs> messed up. He's like Pee Wee Herman, but terrifying to me. Yeah, like super molesty Pee Wee Herman with fake skin on his weird, disgusting monster face. But you didn't see that monster face until after. Yeah, but you see a shot from behind where Ugh. the skin is pulled and it's tied. Like, he's wearing that skin. That's why I think that's a mask gotcha it's not great well then they throw him into a pit hold hold on a second oh brian wants his little bro back and he's like totally spazzing out and they get him to show where eric is and he's on a giant dartboard and so boy uses lawn darts to try to get (laughs) just chuck him gosh those were a thing can't even do those now I wanted lawn yeah. darts when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so boy wants to make a trade. Everybody gets to leave safely if Brian stays. So instead, Brian melts boy's face off, and it's messed up. <laughs> it is messed up. Yeah, kind of reminded me of those uh, squishy. What were they called? Little Ball- monster Did balls. That, that yeah. doesn't happen yet, does it? Don't they get dumped in the thing first? No, first he melts his... Well, you don't see his face, but he gets hit by the light and the traps oh, set yeah, 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 yeah. And they put him into the stuffed animal hole. And then you see his new face, and it is gross. Yeah. Uh, it, all the other kids are in the stuffed animal hole except for Eric. Maurice is in there, though, and they create a light from pencils. Right. And a telephone. Mm, yeah. Didn't they recruit the bully? This is yes, after. Yeah. After, after they go get the bully. So they enlist okay. Ronnie. How did they? I don't. I did. I don't think I. I think I like nodded off during that part. How did they enlist his help? They didn't show you that. They just show you showed Maurice in his room. I think. Oh, that makes a lot of sense because the bully say... would totally help out his nemesis. Right. Yeah, they don't say anything. They just see him in the room. I think it's just Maurice though. Maybe they convinced uh, Ronnie that the pea and the tuna sandwich was the boy. Cat, was boy. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Maybe that would get a him little bit of revenge. Kid. Yeah, that makes sense. So Maybe. they create a light out of two pencils and an old telephone, and it shrinks Maurice, so they slide his clothes under the door and they get rescued. Round two fight. Um, they go back to the supply closet, closet a little lit, and they get covered in light bulbs. And uh, surely this will do it, right? 
Right. Surely. Don't call me Shirley. (laughs) (laughs) They crank on the lights, and Boy and Snick explode to death. But Snick starts T-1000-ing back together. Right. Like, amazingly fast. Yeah. They get Eric out of the the weird Spin. Pop Goes the Weasel thing. What is that called? The Jack in the Box? Hello. <laughs> pop Goes the Weasel's better. The Pop Goes the Weasel thing! And they... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Snick is in the way. And he's missing half a leg. But his foot still there? How does foot... Eh, How cares? is he standing? Who cares? Who cares? Ah... Uh... <sighs> It's like, hurry uh, up, movie. End already. So Maurice has a flamethrower, though, and flamethrowers him to death. Why couldn't they have just used that the first time they went in the room? Nobody knows. Uh, but they don't make it back to the real world in time. Uh, the door is closed back to the real world. To but, their home, at least. But Brian, while lazy, is quite smart. And uh, he knows that there's such a thing as time zones. So he just has to make it west before sunrise happens, and boom, they're rescued, right? Yeah, so they right. have to run all the way to California. Yeah, so here's where time is an issue. Like, oh, it's now an issue. Like, they don't make it, like, they made it seem earlier like they could just go anywhere they want whenever. Mm-hmm. Right. But you would think but sun, now sunrise is an can. hour different between the East Coast and Chicago, but it took them more than an hour to get there. So they've been running through this little monster village for three hours to get all the way to California. Right. I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> no way that, no that bully kid. kid ran for three hours. Yeah. You'd be like panting at the first five he'd, minutes. He'd have had a heart He's attack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Save oh. yourself. Uh, but they do make it to California and they pop out under the chair of a beach bum, which is of all places. kind of funny because we're, Shannon goes in Fletch, do beach bums exist? So there you go. There's, <laughs> here's more proof. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't they have just made some random bed? Change the set of the bedroom? Why does it have to be on the beach? You don't get a much more random bed than a beach bum in a chair. I know. Like, right. that was so bad. <laughs> that could have came out anywhere. What would have been, like, crazy to come out in some random kid's bedroom? Yeah. Probably. I guess Not as less... crazy underneath a guy on a beach. Exactly. But... I mean, you don't get much more west than that, right? Because they're not running to Hawaii. Well, maybe Aha. it stops there. Who knows? Oh, man. But yay, they call the parents. Well, hold on. Maurice and Brian have themselves a heart-to-heart as if they're never going to see each other again. But do we get any sort of inkling that like the monster world doesn't exist anymore and that they can't see each other anymore? No. Right. No. So they just have to have this heart-to-heart for the sake of the movie because it's about to end. Right. Gotcha. It's like, okay. boo-hoo, we won't see this monster so anymore. there's really no point for the heart-to-heart. They could have just said... See you tomorrow. Right. Unless because he was turning into a monster, he can't be in Monsterland anymore. Yeah, but Maurice can come out. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. I'm dumb. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> no, you just didn't outsmart this movie. It got nope. you. <laughs> yep. Which just proves I'm done. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hit it. No, no. There you go. <laughs> it did sound just like Angela. So the kids do make it, but they're in California. <laughs> it's not really a great solution to their problem, but oh well, it's a movie and the credits are about to happen, so it doesn't really matter. Um, 
and we kind of get this inkling that like maybe the drama of losing their two children brought the parents back together and made them realize what's important but there's no finality to that either and then the, the credits just happen did anyone watch past the song of the credits you're like wondering no. if there was more well, I was reading on IMDb that after the song, you hear Maurice just eating Doritos. And I didn't listen past the oh, song. Oh, what a riveting piece of cinema. I'm so sad right. I did not get to see it. I was so like, pissed I did not stay until the end of the credits. God damn it. Right? I Perhaps mean... I will pull that sound effect and run it under the entire <laughs> podcast. I mean... It's like every Marvel movie, you know? You have to stay to the end of the credits. If only any of those uh, post-credit scenes were as good as Howie Mandel eating Doritos. Right. <laughs> if only. Oh, I'm ready to rate this piece but of garbage. Sweet googly moogly. <laughs> this movie is over. Poor Fred Savage. Uh, but, you know, his career still went on after that. Thank goodness. Howie Mandel obviously didn't deserve any sort of career he had. <laughs> Nope. Yeah. I mean, Bobby's world was pretty great, but he was yeah, he was good at voiceover. Like he did Gizmo and Skeeter and Bobby's world, which were all the same voice, but still. I mean, I haven't seen Bobby's world since I was a small child, so I can't honestly, I can't objectively. It could be just as bad as this, you know. Well, to be fair, he is a stand-up comedian, and surprisingly, he's very dirty. Yeah, you know, so it's. It, you know, it is what it is. Putting him, I guess, it wasn't as successful of of a gamble as putting Bob Saget in Full House, right? You know, who can actually do something about something? But I don't know. I'm yeah, trying to how he made know what fan, you're I gonna guess. get. I guess that's all it is. Uh, movies over. Thank the Lord, Matt. What do you rate this garbage town piece of crap? Uh, I bet it's gonna be high. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, he- <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I don't know if there was a whole lot that was even good, like worthwhile about this movie. Like, <sighs> yeah, there's not one good performance. <laughs> to me, it, it seemed I like, mean... like you said, that Howie Mandel was just a poor man's Robin Williams, oh, yeah. and like I said, I liked him as a voice actor because of the three characters that he did that were the same. Uh, <laughs> Could I didn't eat, like his dirty really stand-up well. was better than his acting, and it was that wasn't even that good. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he can't even get, I, come up with a number. <laughs> I, I, I guess because of the nostalgia of the '80s, I will rate it a one point four. Perfect. Ooh, there's a point in there. Perfect, Angela. I am going to rate it a zero. Okay. I'm going to rate it a zero because I didn't, I couldn't even make it through the whole thing. Um, it's not a movie I saw as a child, so I have no nostalgia going into it, and it's not a movie I can share with my kids. Nope. No. You know, I, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good. It's zero. funny yeah, that you we, mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, when we sat down, Shannon's like, "This is." If I ever have kids, the I'm going to make them watch, watch this, punishment. right? And I go, "No." <laughs> The kids cannot come watch this movie. <laughs> the funny part is, I said to the boys, hey, you can come watch it. And Luke, look at, he's like, no. No. I said no, too. I'm like, are you sick? I mean, one of the main plots of this movie is the parents are getting divorced. Oh. <laughs> no. Although I do have to say that I actually did appreciate that, uh, that Fred Savage coming back didn't solve the parents' issues. 
Because that would have been unrealistic and stupid. But they, <laughs> yeah, not they the rest imply of the that it did. But you said there was no finality to it. Right, like I said, no I don't finale, make it gross, but they're, so I have no they're idea. inkling that way. Dad is here. Dad is here. You know, it's whatever. Mm. Yeah, that that doesn't actually work. That's like trying to have a baby to get your whatever to stay. That doesn't that doesn't work. You know, I'm not their marriage counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. Because I would have told her he's banging somebody else if he tells you he has a headache. <laughs> right. That I, I am their marriage certain. counselor, and that's exactly what I said. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So we've got, what, a 1.6, a 0, and Shannon? I'm rating it 1, just because someone uh, made it, and Fred Savage was in it, with Ben Savage. So I don't and... care about the rest of the people. Okay. Maybe Daniel Kyle Stern. Savage. Let me look. Let me... <laughs> the other savage. Yeah. yeah. Kayla, Carla, whatever it was. The sister, you mean? Sissy Savage. Yeah. So. so yeah, one. Sissy Savage. I like that. We'll just call her that from now on. So, yeah, one. I'll flat one it. Now, Nostalgia <laughs> doesn't play that much of a factor in it for me, but it's kind of hilarious that me and Shannon have the same exact nostalgia for this movie. We remembered <laughs> the same joke. Yes. Mm <clears throat> And it's a joke that uh, carried 30 years, so I'll give it a two. Oh, Joe's the highest raider. It's not the but worst I'm... movie ever made, but it's really, really close. And <laughs> maybe I should go negative, too, because even that joke, the cat the cat food and the pee, like, watching it as an adult made me sick. Like, I wanted to puke. <laughs> right. But I guess there's that little deviant inside of me from when I was a kid that was like, hey, that'd be hilarious to do that. I drink this. <laughs> That bully deserves to drink pee-pee. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> Baby, you got some issues. Huh? Yeah. Okay, guys. <sighs> yeah, it's we're over. done. We're done. Woo! It's, it's over. over. No Michael Bay. No nothing. No Michael Bay. No nothing. I was going to try and do Smeagol, but I cannot do Smeagol. Yeah, you do Smeagol. Better than me. I sound like a Muppet. My precious. There you go. <laughs> I liked the uh, the Smeagol from the animated Hobbit movie. He was much more violent sounding. Violent? <laughs> Can you do a voice of that Smeagol? Yeah, he would go stuff like... Oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It was loud. That waveform was scared me. That waveform was ramped. <laughs> yeah, he was more angry, like <gasps> crazy. <gasps> How about this? Mm, so, Michael Bay. <laughs> 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 so, guys, uh, yeah. So, for the next time we meet. Oh, way, way in the future, but nobody really needs to know behind the scenes, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> watch a little... I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> now I have an erection. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Where's my soundboard? I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with that. She's trying to get to the soundboard. She can't do it. <laughs> Disappointed! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, we're going to watch a little movie called Bedtime Stories. It's a Adam Sandler film, if you want to go that far. And, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to talk about. Yeah, I'm excited and for And fun it. to make fun of. Fun to make fun of, yeah. There's lots of... It's a cute movie, I think. Our kids will watch it a bunch of times, so... 
Yeah. It's not all bad, like Little Monsters. <laughs> or Tremors, too. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> or Princess Bride. Son of a bitch. Oh. oh beep. Go to the... <laughs> Down, down, down. This one, this one. No, over. The other way. <laughs> what is happening? What the hell is going on? One of you guys go down to the gym. I'm going to that. <laughs> She's directing traffic, okay, guys? I mean... Uh-huh. It's dark in here. We can't see. <laughs> well, I wanted him to play the go to the gym and pump yourself I was, up. I was... I was looking at the soundboard. And she's... Instead of just telling me which drop to hit. Why don't you guys go down to the gym and pump each other? That's what she wanted me to do. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, oh, that kind of ended perfectly. So, yeah. Join us next time for Bedtime Stories. And uh, I'm Joe. And I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. <laughs> and we're the movie dummies. Matt was in there somewhere. <laughs> I said my Matt man stuff. <laughs> oh. Goodbye. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Oh. Hey, Michael. Oh. And as always, in your best Maurice impression, Matt, give us a yay, Michael Bay. Jesus. Uh, Maurice? Maurice? Yeah. Yay, Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, you forgot one thing. You got to say bud. Bud? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> bud? He said bud every time. Yay, yeah, Michael Bay. Bud. Come on, bud. Come on, bud. Let's go, bud. Uh, Michael Bay, bud. Oh, my God. Just doing a big old ride, bud. Oh, my God. Just pouring it on my head, bud. Oh, my God. 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 Oh